0: Thanks so much for being here today and tuning into the program. You are appreciated. The mission here on the program is to provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. We discuss important subjects such as how to remain independent in your own home, when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community, how to find the right senior care community meeting your exact needs, And then there's the cost, how to pay for the high cost of senior care. We also review legal issues involving elder law and estate planning, and we discuss how to care for the caregiver. So if you're listening to the radio right now, you may be streaming us online or listening to a podcast after the fact. And again, thanks so much for being here. I really and truly appreciate you tuning in to Senior Care Live. If you need help with placement services from my firm, Senior Care Consulting, or if you want to learn more about the services provided by one of our very knowledgeable guests, you can always reach us on our toll-free number. It's 1-800-331-6445. Again, one 800 331 Six four four five. You can also visit the website SeniorCareLive, L-I-V, SeniorCareLive.com. A lot of good information there, and you can contact us uh, through the website as well. All right, so I want to get in, and it's, it's been a long time. I don't know if I've ever actually done this. I've done part of it, but I uh, wanted to really break down and define and explain and really review in depth the continuing care retirement community offering. So uh, what is and if you hear the the um JPI in one of my commercials I call CCRC an acronym, I had someone actually send me an email who was an editor. That is not an acronym. acronym. That's an abbreviation and I'm like oops. <laughs> So, I shall not call it an acronym for my editor friend out there. This is an abbreviation, CCRC. That means a continuing care retirement community. So, what is that? Well, that is a continuing care. What that means is that would indicate multiple levels of care. So, you have entry-level, mid-level, high-level care. So continuing care, then retirement community. So it's a community. So all of these things, all of these uh, types of care are either under one roof or on a campus-style setting. So all of them in continuing care retirement community would include independent living. And so what that is, that's an apartment. It could be a freestanding duplex or even a fourplex or a freestanding villa. But it's independent living mainly apartments in our area. That's the bulk of the inventory. They're pretty spacious. They're, generally speaking, very nice, nicely appointed. You have your own space. You have your own kitchen, uh, and you can still do some cooking. But the idea is to move into independent living and kind of let your hair down. And they will cook one or two meals for you per day. And uh, some of them might even cook all three, but at least one per day and usually a couple per day. So you, you can still do some cooking on your own if you'd like to. But the concept there is to sell your home and then take the proceeds from the sale of your home and move into a continuing care retirement community beginning at the independent living level. And then the concept is once you've lived there for a period of time, uh, a year or two could be several years. So once you're in independent living for a period of time, if you need a little more help and maybe you're bringing in some home care services and that's not really enough, maybe it's time to consider moving to assisted living, which is a social model to help you with your activities of daily living. So assisted living can help you minimally, the staff there can help you minimally or fully, maybe not even at all, or minimally, all the way up to full-time care here. They'll help you with your bathing, your dressing, your grooming. They distribute your medications. There's a full slate of activity. They do your housekeeping, your laundry. They prepare all meals, snacks, and hydration. There's transportation to get you to and from, the doctor's appointments, uh, there, there, there's a lot going on. There's a, there's a lot of support. It's just not a medical model. It's a social model. You still have your own apartment. It's generally smaller than your independent living apartment, but you still have your own space. Uh, so you reduce your space, but you have a lot more help and support. So if you're an in independent living and you need a little bit of help and it's time, maybe a lot of help and it's time to transition to assisted living, you might be Transitioning to uh, a space just that's down the hall. Literally just right down the hall. If it's a campus style setting, you might be transitioning to a building that's across the lawn or maybe even down the street, just a little ways. But the point is that you're either under one roof. So you're, you're within the same confines and there's something that's really uh, comforting about that or If you're across the lawn or down the street a little ways, you're still within the same organization. They've got you covered. So then you live in assisted living for a period of time. The average length of stay in assisted living is 2.4 years. So you're receiving help minimally or fully with your activities of daily living. If you ever hear, I almost said acronym again. JP, I'm going to get, I'm going to get in trouble with my editor friend again here. Not an acronym, Steve. It's an abbreviation, ADLs, Activity of Daily Living. So you're receiving help with your bathing, dressing, grooming. Medication is dispensed for you so that you get it accurately and on time. Housekeeping, your laundry's done, your meals are prepared, full slate of activities, etc. You're there for two, two and a half years, one year, four years, And then what if you're declining and you become a lot more frail and you have some medical needs now? Then you can have the peace of mind knowing that you can transition, again, down the hall or within a campus-style setting, across the lawn or down the street, to the long-term care skilled nursing center. And, again, a lot of people still refer to this as the nursing home level. My friends in the business do not like the term nursing home. That is uh, an evil word because it carries a lot of negative stereotype and some baggage with it. But, frankly, the, the the vast majority of the general public still think of it as and call it a nursing home. So that's why I say both. It's the long-term care slash nursing home slash Skilled nursing and rehab, the health center part, and that's where you can receive basic medical care all the way up to some pretty intense uh, level of medical care. Two-person transfer; they can help you if you have a feeding tube or a, a peg tube, IV therapy. Uh, it, you can if you need a CPAP uh, overnight. You have COPD or some other issues that cause you to. Require breathing treatments throughout the day. They're they're just, uh, they can help you, and this is the highest level of care. So, that is a continuing care retirement community. Now, some of them offer memory care. We'll get into memory care here in a little bit. But many of them do not offer memory care. So, you cannot, if you make an assumption, that's going to get you. You know what they say about assume? So, so don't don't do not assume that a lot of continuing care retirement communities do not offer memory care. They do not offer a, a separate memory care program or a, a, a part of the building that has been designed for memory support, supporting and caring for residents with cognitive impairment, Alzheimer's dementia, could be uh, uh, many types of forms of dementia, etc. You have cognitive impairment and it's a special type of care. So, oh, well, we're just going to move into this uh, CCRC. If we need memory care later, then, uh, oh, they, I'm sure they've got us covered. They have everything. Well, they may not have everything. They can, mo- all places, I was going to say most all places can care for a, for a resident who has cognitive impairment up to a certain level. Up to, that's the key phrase. Up to a certain level. But once you exceed that threshold in some of these places and they do not offer a very specific memory care program or memory care portion of the building, you would have to leave. And that kind of defeats the whole purpose uh, of a continuing care retirement community, which is your ability to age in place. So when you move to a continuing care retirement community, The point is you sell your home, you downsize, you move into independent living. At some point, you can transition to assisted living if and when needed. And then at some point, you can transition to the long-term care slash nursing home part if and when needed. You don't have to change your address or you don't have to move from the same organization. And you can age in place. So after the break... I'm going to start to break down entrance fees, some of the different pricing models, some of the costs that you can expect when considering a continuing care retirement community. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. How many CCRCs, Continuing Care Retirement Communities, are there in Johnson County, Kansas, and Jackson County, Missouri? A, 5, B, 16, C, 21, or D, 28? The answer right after the break. back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Operators are always standing by, so you can call literally 24 hours a day. We answer our phones with real people. How about that? 1-800-331-6445. Six don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. It's very simple to do. Go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the on the big microphone or the Listen Live button, give it a few seconds to connect, and then it'll start streaming to your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your PC, whatever you have. And it really is that simple. It works well, and lots of people stream the program every single week. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. How many continuing care retirement communities are there in Johnson County, Kansas, and Jackson County, Missouri? Here are your options. A, 5, B, 16, C, 21, or D, 28? And the answer is B, 16, That's right. We have 16. There are seven in Jackson County, nine in Johnson County. Then when you start to add uh, all of the others up in all of the other counties, there are a lot of CCRCs to choose from. And guess what? That doesn't even include some that are being built right now as we speak that are being built that are going to be uh, online and available later this year. So uh, there's a huge demand for this. And with Senior Care Consulting, my firm, we're getting more and more calls from uh, couples and individuals who are wanting to downsize from their home and then have that peace of mind by moving into a continuing care retirement community knowing that you you can dump all the home ownership you know, you don't have to worry about scooping snow, although we haven't scooped much <laughs> in the last few years. But uh, trust me, it's coming. <laughs> but um, uh, anyway, so you don't have to worry about that. Or does your sump pump work or leaves in the gutter or the uh, the HVAC repair or you're know, replacing the carpet, whatever it is, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Also, don't pay utilities, you know. You don't pay taxes. You just move in. You pay a monthly fee that usually includes at least one meal per day. It could include two. Some have meal plans that you buy separately. But the bottom line is you can move in uh, part or most, and uh, maybe all of your meals are provided for you, and you can just relax. Housekeeping is provided. Uh, there are laundry. You could either do laundry, your own laundry in your own apartment or at the laundry facilities there on the on, on site. And just kind of let your hair down. Just relax it. So you don't have to worry about the stresses of home ownership. So that's the idea in independent living. And then that peace of mind knowing, hey, if I need a little more help, I can move to assisted living. And it's right here. And it'll be coordinated. It'll be a seamless, smooth transition from in my independent living apartment to my assisted living apartment. And I'm with the same group and they know me. They've known me for a period of time. I'm comfortable with them. They're comfortable with me. And I can, I've got that peace of mind knowing that they've, they've got, they've got me covered. And then I can also have the peace of mind. And this is where I think it's even way more important that if I'm in assisted living and I'm becoming frail and I have more medical issues. And I need even a higher level of care and support that I can seamlessly and smoothly transition to the long-term care, skilled nursing services, the nursing home, whatever you want to call it. And they've got me covered. That's a tremendous peace of mind. It's phenomenal. Now, I have a lot of people say, yeah, but those places, they've got these huge, huge, horrible Fees upfront and, and I don't know if I should do that or not. And I don't know how they work. And so let's talk about that. Some places are rental only. They don't have upfront fees. This is just like going out and renting an apartment. You pay the first month down, you pay a security deposit and, and you're off to the races. So you don't, many places do not have that upfront fee, which is called an entrance fee, but many of them do guess what some of them have both you have the option you can pay an entrance fee and this is what it is and these are the benefits and this is how that that works and this is how it looks or you can skip all that and just pay a monthly rental and so uh but the places with entrance fees the standard the standard agreement that i see the standard contract very common is you'll write a check for the entrance fee it's somewhere around a hundred, $110,000. And it can get really expensive depending on the place and how nice and new it is and then how large it is. So, I mean, if you're going to rent one of these brand new villas that are just, that are way nicer than my house, there, that entrance fee could be upwards of $600,000. Most entrance fees. That I've worked with with my clients at Senior Care Consulting, helping them sort through all of this, have been anywhere from a hundred, hundred fifty thousand to about three hundred thousand. So in that mid two hundred thousands, there are a lot of options, and there are a lot of really good options out there. And the, and the, again, the whole concept is that you sell your home, and then and. And most people at that time either have a hundred percent equity. They own it free and clear or the majority uh, of the home's value is, is equity, maybe with a small mortgage. So the idea is you sell your house and then you take that lump sum of money and then you invest it into a continuing care retirement community into this entrance fee. The standard contract that I see is a 90% contract. And what that is, is that if when you move, or upon your death, upon your passing, 90% of that entrance fee is returned to your estate. So let me repeat that again. The most common entrance fee agreement that I have seen is a 90% returned to your estate upon your death. There are some 80% contracts that are returned, maybe even a few 70% contracts out there, again, returned to your estate upon your death. Now what happens, what's the difference in your... So, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. So that entrance fee is a large upfront sum that most people use the proceeds of the sale of their house to pay for, or to to fund that. And then you'll have an ongoing monthly fee on top of that. So at the 90% returned... That's the, that's the, that's the highest return to you. Your monthly fee will be higher than the 80%. So you're getting less back, but what are you getting for that? You're getting a, a lower monthly rental fee. If you only get 70% back, okay, and they're keeping 30, then your monthly fee is even lower. So in the change of the percent that you're receiving back that will impact your monthly out of pocket cost that monthly ongoing uh, rental fee that covers covers everything in independent living. So 70% your monthly fee will be lower, 80% a little bit higher, 90% a little bit a uh, little bit higher than that. Okay, so hope, I I hate talking about numbers on the radio. Sometimes it doesn't translate, but I have a whole lot more to get into when we're talking today about continuing care retirement communities. I'll be right back. back you're listening to senior care live on the senior care broadcasting network for more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family call our toll-free number at any time that's 1-800-331-6445 again 1-800-331-6445 don't forget if you ever miss an episode of the program Maybe you want to share that episode with a friend or family, or maybe you just want to go back and listen to it again. No worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and that is where you will find all of the previously aired episodes, and they'll be in chronological order. And then there'll also be just a little a brief description of what we talked about on that particular program. So uh, feel free to help yourself with that. And, again, that's available. It's online, so it's 24 hours a day. All right, back to a breakdown of the continuing care retirement community. If you're just joining us, give you a brief recap. You sell your home, you move into independent living where you have your own space. You have one or two meals per day prepared for you, and you have no maintenance. You're doing your own thing, you're living independently. You're you're uh, you're on your own, but you're not alone. I mean, there are a lot of people around you, a lot of things to do. Uh, but more of a carefree, less stressful, less hassle, uh, less uh, less hassle uh, type of a lifestyle. You don't have to worry about your traditional home ownership worries. And then, if you need more help, you transition to assisted living, where they can help you with your activities of daily living, including distributing your medication. And then, if you need more help than that, then you can smoothly transition to the long term care slash nursing home level, where you can get full care. And so the concept is to age in place and uh and have that peace of mind knowing that you are covered and you don't have to ever move again that's the whole concept so we were talking about entrance fees in that last segment again the standard contract you write a check for 100 150,000 uh, up to about 600,000 that would be on the high end around here um i've done some research for clients living in California, and wow, that went up to about $2 million. (laughs) So relatively uh, affordable here. It's all still kind of expensive, but uh, relatively affordable here in the Midwest. Most of my clients fall into that maybe 100, 150, uh, to about 300,000. You can get a great place in the mid 200,000s. The concept you sell your home, use the proceeds for your home to fund that entrance fee. The most common contract I see is 90% is returned to your estate upon your death. It could be 80% or 70%. And with less returned to your estate, that means that you would receive a lower Monthly fee and the monthly fees, again, depending on whether there's one, one person or two, two people in the apartment around 3000 to maybe 4500 is a, just a really solid number that would cover most of the places available here in the Kansas City metro area. I've had some people say, Oh, $3000 or 28 or 3400. That sounds like quite a bit. Well, it, and it, it, it is. It is, but at the same time, what are you comparing it to? Compare it to living at home. Well, we our mortgage is paid for. That's great. That's great. Start adding up everything you're paying for right now, and you will be stunned how much money it costs you to live at home, even if your mortgage is paid up. And then if you do have a mortgage, then this becomes kind of a no brainer. You'll be very surprised that they're very similar and maybe even less expensive moving to independent living. And again, then aging in place. So then another, uh, another type of agreement or contract in a, in the continuing care retirement community, it's called a life care contract. And this one's very interesting. This is a good fit for a lot of people. Sometimes, frankly, maybe it's not a good fit. Uh, as as all things, there isn't a one size fits all. It's just different for each person in each situation. But, uh, let's say there's one place here in town that you'll pay an entrance fee of, say, a couple hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. What happens is you don't have the 90% returned or 80 or 70% returned to your estate upon your death. What they do is they amortize 2% per month. So over 50 months, your 200,000 goes down by 2%. Then in 50 months, there is no refund. It has fully transferred to the senior living community or the, the continuing care retirement community. So what do you get for that? What is a life care contract? They guarantee to take care of you for life, period. It is a contract. It is in writing. So how does that help me financially? I just literally transferred over 50 months. I transferred $200,000 from my account to their account. What do I get? Well, in the one particular place that I'm, I'm thinking about here and some other places offer this as well. The fee that you pay at the independent living level is your flat fee for the entire stay for the rest of your entire life, regardless of what level of care you're living in. So here's how that might work. I just recently went through this entire search and selection process with a very nice couple selling their home, the Prairie Village area. And oh, by the way, that's a really, really hot, hot area <laughs> for uh, selling, selling homes. And then uh, folks are moving in there and putting, building great big houses on these lots. Uh, and people are really cashing out in Prairie, Prairie Village right now. It's a very hot market over there, real estate market. So they cashed out. They are going to move into a continuing care retirement community. Both of them, husband and wife, they're going to move into independent living. The apartment that they chose, really nice apartment. Two bedrooms, beautiful. It's just been completely redone. Their view is great. They have two meals per day, and they'll make their own breakfast. And they're going to pay $3,200 a month. For, for the both of them, that's a total, in independent living. Now, one spouse has some health concerns, so it's kind of predictable, unless something happens, kind of predictable that the one spouse will need to move to assisted living at some point, probably sooner than later, maybe in the next year or so, year and a half, couple years. And it's kind of predictable that the other spouse will remain in independent living. One spouse may even need to skip over assisted living and go straight to long-term care because they have uh, some, some growing medical issues that are going to require some pretty heavy care. So what happens when one spouse remains in independent living in this scenario, the other spouse, let's say they skip assisted living and they move straight to the long-term care slash nursing home level, how much do they pay? Well, guess what? In this scenario, they pay $3,200, period. What if the first spouse now has some health concerns and moves to assisted living? So now you have one in assisted living and one in the nursing home part. Their total monthly expenses, $3,200. They really like that. Their cash flow, their income per month is higher than $3,200. It's around 4000 they're going to sell their house. They'll use the proceeds to write the upfront check. They're locked in for life, no matter what, even if both of them are in the nursing home level, which, by the way, would normally be about twelve dollars to $15,000 for two people to live there. Their monthly outlay expense, $3,200. So that's what you're buying on this particular style of a life care contract, Amortized 2% per month over 50 months. What you're doing is you're essentially prepaying for future discounted healthcare. Uh, it's really, frankly, it's similar to a long-term care insurance policy. You're, you're paying X dollars and then your cost is covered and it's held down to your independent living level of $3,200 in this particular case that for them, that is an amazing opportunity. It is a fantastic fit. And I'm running some commercials right now saying that finding a continuing care retirement community is the most complex of all of the search and selection uh, processes that you could get into because there are so many variables like this one and a lot of other variables. That's why so many people are contacting senior care consulting to help them sort through this. And part of my, part of my advertisement says, don't make a six figure mistake when searching for the right CCRC. So if you choose the wrong one, it could cost you six figures. My clients get it right. They choose the right fit. They choose the best fit. And they're able to sort through all of that in literally just a few hours. If you're thinking about, you're considering moving in the near future or maybe down the road just a little ways, and you're interested in senior care consulting, helping you sort all of this out to determine your absolute best fit and your top options, call me Right away, I'll get you in on the books. We offer a free consultation, 913-945-2800. At Senior Care Consulting, 913-945-2800 or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. Hold on. I'm going to come back with even more information. Don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Talking about continuing care retirement communities today, I just want to uh, uh, piggyback on... Some of the benefits of that life care contract. And I want, I want to talk about this financially. So in my example, I have real clients, $3,200 a month total, regardless of which level of care each spouse is in. So that's their independent living, uh, cost when they enter the continuing care retirement community. And if one of them should have to move to assisted living, which is very predictable here for sure. Assisted living normally costs five thousand to six thousand dollars a month. So they're thirty two hundred dollars a month plus five thousand, that's eight thousand two hundred dollars a month, that without this life care contract or agreement, they have to pay that much money. They're only paying thirty two hundred. If one spouse is in assisted living, let's say $5,000, and another spouse is in long-term care in a private room at $8,000, what's that total? That's $13,000 a month that they would normally pay. 13000 a month. They're both receiving great care. They're both uh, fairly nearby. They can see each other every single day. With the life care contract or life care agreement, they're still only paying three thousand two hundred dollars. Okay, so for the cash flow, that is, and it's it's a great. It was really a great deal for them. You just have to do the numbers. You have to run the math and um, and see if that's a good fit. It's not a good fit for everyone in different circumstances, but. In the right circumstance, it is an amazing fit. Now, I didn't talk about memory care. If you should need or if you think you may need memory care at some point, you'd better make sure memory care is available, and I mean at the right level. Some places offer memory care at the assisted living level and maybe only at the assisted living level. Some places offer... Memory care at the long-term care slash nursing home level. Some offer memory care at both levels, and some places do not offer memory care at all. So if you're doing this on your own, you definitely you need to get a hold of that one for sure. Absolutely for sure. And and again, if you need help, our clients Our clients are just ranting and raving about Senior Care Consulting and how easy we make this decision for them. 913-945-2800. You can also check out online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. Now, there are some places that have two of the three levels of care, but they don't have all three, so they're not true CCRCs are continuing care retirement communities. So some places have independent living, and they also offer assisted living, which is great. That's, that's great for a lot of people. Uh, they may even offer memory care at that assisted living level. But that is not a continuing care retirement community. I have a lot of people, well, what about this place? That's a CCRC, right? They have memory care. Well, yeah. They do have memory care, but at what level? And they don't know how to answer that. They have memory care at the assisted living level of care. And again, the assisted living level of care is a social model that helps you minimally or fully with your bathing, dressing, grooming. They distribute your medications. They do your laundry, your housekeeping, full slate of activities. They make all of your meals for you. They have transportation to the doctor's, uh, to the doctor's, uh, uh, appointments. But it's not a medical model. So there are limitations. It is not just because an assisted living facility has a long, excuse me, just because an assisted living facility has a memory care unit does not mean they have the nursing home or long-term care level of care. They do not. So there are some limitations. Now there are also several places that offer assisted living and long-term care. But do they offer memory care? And again, if you don't need memory care, it's just not an issue. And that's, that's great. Uh, if you, if there is early dementia or signs of cognitive impairment, um, then you might want to make sure that they offer memory care for when you may need it down the road. I'd rather have it available and not need it than need it and find out, ooh, they don't have memory care. Now I have to move again. That is, that's painful. That is painful. And then also before, I'm not going to run the whole consumer alert uh, sounder and all that, but uh, just want to, I, I just want to throw out just kind of a kind of a warning, a little more of a lower key consumer alert or a warning. Be careful when you go out looking at independent living communities that say, "Oh, we do everything that assisted living." Can't. Well, no, no, they don't. And they can't. (laughs) Independent living is not a licensed level of care, period. So they cannot. Now, some independent living communities have on-site home care that can help you with some of those activities of daily living. But the bottom line is that's a separate service. That is not assisted living. And if you had to pay for 24 hours of that plus your independent living cost, you would be at least, at least double your cost and of of assisted living, so you might as well move to assisted living. So, and then and then the other side of that is many many assisted living communities will say, "Oh well, we're an age in place community. Your mom, your dad will never have to move." Well, that is uh, boy, that's a dangerous statement to make because I get the calls. I get lots and lots of phone calls saying they were told that that exact. Age of Place community, your mom, your dad will never have to move. And they said, three months later, I got a discharge notice. Or six months later, nine months later, they're kicking us out of here because they can't meet the needs. Did they lie to me? And I'm like, no, nope, leave me out of it. I wasn't there. But what I call that is falling squarely into the bucket of over-promised and under-delivered. You have to just go in with a very uh, eyes wide open, realistic, here's the national statistic. Fifty nine percent of assisted living residents require a higher level of care. Period. I don't think our Kansas City area. I do think that we go above and beyond and go further than a lot of other a lot of other cities of assisted living. I think we're probably closer to thirty or forty percent, but the national statistics fifty nine percent. So, you can solve all of that just by moving to a continuing care retirement community where, again, you move into independent living, you age in place, you can transition to assisted living when you need more help, age in place, transition to long-term care when you need more help, and literally age in place. If you need help identifying... The Best Fit, contact Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. We offer a free consultation. It costs you nothing for us to get together and visit. 913-945-2800. And we can definitely, definitely help you sort through all of this and get it right the first time. All right, to everyone listening, I'm so honored you spent part of your day tuning into the program Thank you very much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week, right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours